How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, the show where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back reacting to the Bears' 34-14 to loss week one against the Los Angeles Rams. We're going to be breaking down the game, giving you our thoughts on everything, and talking about what needs to be improved for week two because there is a lot to be discussed on both sides of the ball. Before we get into this one, I would like to say we've been posting the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web throughout this week. So wherever you are listening right now, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow. We're going to jump right into our week two coverage tomorrow. Obviously, Bears versus Bengals. We've got a lot to talk about tonight and a lot to quickly move on to tomorrow. So we're posting as many videos as we possibly can, and we appreciate your guys' support. I am your host, Chris Malpe. Today, to talk about the week one loss that was frankly expected, I am joined with both of my co-hosts, Parth Shaw and Jalen McClinton. Guys, what's going on? Doing pretty good. Uh, was busy most of the day. I was traveling back from Chicago to Indiana, so you know the drive was pretty long. But other than that, just was able to watch the game. Uh, obviously not happy with the outcome, but it was expected. Uh, I didn't expect the Bears to win this game. Obviously, I wasn't able to join the pregame show, but I would have chosen the Rams to win this game. Um, I thought Matthew Stafford was going to dominate, and he did. Um, we'll talk about it more. But yeah. career best, uh, career best passer rating for Stafford, I believe, one fifty six point one. Jalen, you're always he's someone who reps the yeah. Bears. Uh, you really do bleed orange and gold, and you're still or orange and gold, orange and navy, uh, and you're still wearing the Bears jersey uh, up to this point. But how are you feeling? Uh, I'm like Parth. Like I'm actually not mad. Obviously, I'm upset. But exactly. that you know that 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 anger or that uh, you know anger inside me left like after like the second quarter. So uh, I'm not mad. You know the whole NFC North lost today, so we're not you know um, you know behind in standings or something like that. Where we're all four one. So uh, I'm not mad at all. You know, obviously disappointed to watch my team get embarrassed on on national football. But this is not the first time it happened. It's definitely not going to be the last. Yeah, uh, you know, objectively speaking, the Bears' outcome today after seeing the results of the morning and afternoon slate of games didn't matter as much because, yeah. obviously, Vikings lose to Bengals. Green, Green Bay gets blown out by the Saints in Jacksonville, and then Detroit went down pretty easily to the 49ers. So uh, that's another topic of discussion that we'll get into next week with how the whole division looks. But before we get into this one and share our thoughts from the game obviously not a great one let's get into our sponsored message from our 2021 2022 season partners my bookie bet the football season this year with mybookie.ag you can receive a 100% match on your first deposit up to $1000 you can support the show by using our promo code bd when you make your account make it a winning season with my bookie they also have a crypto rewards program that is designed to celebrate cryptocurrency players. Choosing to play with crypto means bigger bonuses, faster payouts, and zero fees. Once again, use code BD to get your first deposit matched 100% and bet anything, anytime, and anywhere with my bookie. Thank you so much for sponsoring once again and sponsoring us all season. Okay, fellas, we've got a lot to talk about. Obviously, we know how these post-game shows go. Uh, I'm sure this will probably be a longer one. I feel like normally our week one post-game shows are ones for the books. Um, I remember back in 2018 when when uh, Khalil Mack started as a Bear and we had that 
huge game and then obviously lost that one. That was definitely one for the Bucks and the Bears. Had a worse uh, start to their season last year when they played Green Bay and lost 10-3. to But let's talk about our thoughts just off the bat on this week one loss. Parth, I want to start with you. We saw a lot from the Bears today. Uh, Justin Fields, obviously, scoring his first touchdown. He was in the game for some special packages. We saw Andy Dalton with two turnovers in the first quarter. We saw the Bears' secondary struggle, like a lot of people thought they were going to. So overall, what were your thoughts on this one? You are muted. Um, oh, you're oh, my wife, I cut out. No, yeah, no, that my wife, wife, I cut I out man. for a bit while you were talking. Yeah, no, it's horrible. It sucks. But, you know, um, obviously our defense struggled. Uh, that's one thing for sure. Our cornerbacks, like I said, going into season were the weak point. I wasn't too confident with Kendall Vildor as the starting corner, and that showed. Cooper Cup torched him all game. Uh, he was able to find his space. Uh, Matthew Stafford looked comfortable in the cup pocket. He was able to just roll out, sit all day, and find Cup wide open. Van Jefferson also, first play of the game, he literally found him for 60, 70 yards. Uh, the defense doesn't look as good as we thought it would be. I mean, it definitely shows that they've regressed, and the corners aren't as good. Uh, Jalen Johnson definitely looked good, but besides him, everyone else is definitely struggling. Eddie Jackson, uh, I don't know what it is about him. <laughs> I don't know what it is about him. Oh, man. I, oh, man. I don't oh, know man. what it we is. May, we may have to make an uncut on his play later this week. That Literally. Was bad. Um, his, his effort has gone down tremendously. Uh, he doesn't put in the work. I mean, I'm not one to call out players, but you could tell he just did not care. To, I mean, I, that, I don't know. I mean, there obviously he cared when that penalty happened, but it's just the effort. Uh, when he's supposed to go out for the tackle, he didn't do what he was supposed to do uh, in the first quarter, I felt like. Um, and then Mack and Quinn, uh, I thought there could have been more pressure. Uh, there wasn't much pressure on the quarterback. Obviously, the Rams' offensive line is very good. Uh, it's top tier, and we expected that coming to this game. But, you know, Khalil Mack is a generational pass rusher. Uh, you expect more out of him. We pay him the big bucks to do the big things, and that definitely did not happen. And it hasn't happened in a while. It's kind of frustrating to see, especially because we thought big things would have happened with Sean Desai, defensive coordinator, um, at the, on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Andy Dalton didn't look bad. I thought he looked better than Trubisky and Foles ever did in the Bears uniform. Um, the offensive line definitely didn't help him out. And um, the running game was incredible. I thought David Montgomery looked really good. Um, I'm excited to see what he's going to do this year. I really think he's going to have a really big year. Uh, we said it all year. He could have 2,000, 2000 all-purpose yards, and that could happen this year just by rushing. I mean, he looks really good uh, with this offensive line, even though we had Jason Peters and Larry Borum go out, which definitely sucks to see, uh, especially because we're already thin at offensive line with Tevin Jenkins out for maybe the whole entire year or at least half the year. We don't know his timeline yet. And then Justin Fields, uh, whenever he was on the field, you could feel his presence. Uh, the defense was on the tippy toes. Uh, the Rams – did not know what was going to happen. They were they were trying to play for his run, but uh, he's going to be an incredible quarterback. Uh, excited to see what he can do for this team. Obviously, the Bears have a long way to go. The season's super long. Uh, you can't you can't be too upset about this game. I'm not at all, honestly. I'm just excited to see what Justin Fields can do, and obviously, we'll talk about that a little bit more. But uh, Jalen, what are your thoughts on this game? 
You're just gonna run over me like that? Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Dylan was shaking his head when I was. Talking. Yeah, no, no. I saw. I was. I was. I was gonna intervene and say that, but I get a little bit too much hate in the comments on YouTube for interrupting <laughs> too much. But there were a couple times where I was like, Jalen is fuming right now. So Jalen, Jalen wasn't happy you at times, but Jalen, go for it. Uh, what were your thoughts on this week one game? I don't know. Nah, uh... First of all, with Parks, he was like, and he don't look better than Trubisky ever did in the Bears uniform. You know, if he would have said last season, I, I could have agreed, but he said ever. So I, I got to disagree with that. I agree with you on that one. I agree with you on that Tr one. Trubisky, Trubisky led us until 11-3 as a quarterback. Oh, it was the Can we stop looking in the past, please, and talk about I know, about but I'm just, I'm just saying, I, just, <laughs> I only brought this up because Parks was like, ever. By the way, you want to talk about overreaction Sunday night. Oh, my God, Parks. Oh, my God. First of oh all, first God. of all, before I even talk about the Bears, Today was a wonderful day. Football is back. It's a lot of good games. A lot of great games. Uh, I watched. A, I watched. A, you know, like four games. Um, I'm just happy football is back. Um, now talking about the Bears. Um, first of all, David Montgomery still David Montgomery. He he proved to us. Well, he he showed the world. I, I'm pretty sure Bears fans. Um, a lot of Bears fans already knew David was very good, but he got to show. Um, you know, the rest of the NFL fans that he's a very good running back. He doesn't go down without a fight. Uh, he's our he's our workhorse. Um, he showed it this game, even though he didn't get as many carries as I thought he was going to get, especially since he had like five rushes and like 80 yards um, in the first half. I mean, first quarter actually. So, um, he, we need to give him the ball way more um, later in the season. I'm pretty sure that's going to come, but yeah. who, know, who knows what Nagy at this point? Uh, Andy Don like like Parsa. I don't think Andy Don actually looked that bad. Um, he worked with what we tried to do. It was a lot of short passes, intermediate passes. Didn't go deep at all. Um, a lot of check downs, but that's going to happen in a pace – or not a pace, in a naggy-type offense. Um, the offensive line was was solid for the most point up until, like, the, uh, later in the game when we started losing tackles like Larry Borum and Jason Peters. They were they were able to keep uh, Andy Dalton on his feet. And that, that, that shocked me, especially since they were going up against Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald literally did not get a sack until the last uh, – until the Bears' last drive. So, um Great way to shut uh, Aaron Donald down. The secondary's trash. Jalen Johnson's literally, <laughs> <laughs> Johnson literally our best player in that secondary right now. Um, Eddie Jackson, I love Eddie. I love Bojack. I've been a fan of him since we literally drafted him. But his tackling is atrocious. He has to fix that. Um, it's probably That's mainly been his biggest problem since he's been here. Um, even in his all-pro pro, pro season, he wasn't, he wasn't a very willing tackler. But uh, – it, it is what it is at this point. Kendallville Door, it's your first game as a starter. I can't say much. Marquis Christian, he sucks too. Marquis uh, Christian is terrible. <laughs> uh, what else? Khalil Mack, he was he, he he you know we weren't getting as much pressure as I wanted to, especially because I thought we were going to be a very good front seven, but we're missing Eddie Goldman. Um, so when he comes back, um, we'll we'll have to judge it. Uh, then Akeem Hicks is still Akeem Hicks. He he was able to you know. Yeah, uh, call some pressure. The run game was was the run defense was good up until you know the second half uh, when they start running the ball down our throats. But the game was already over at that point. Um, Matt Nagy, the play calling was actually not that bad. Um, until until like we crossed like the fifty yard line. Once we got in like the red zone, I didn't know what Nagy was doing. That the screens on third and long. That's that. Don't even get me started on like that. Oh my God! The, the little trick plays that has to go. The cute plays that he always thinks are gonna work and get get blown up. Oh yeah, my I don't. God. I don't know why we we're still doing this. Is this is year four? 
they haven't worked since year one. Like, why are you still using them? Please, please stop. Oh, but oh, that's about it. You know, I'm not like I said. I'm not really disappointed because one, we still have 16 games left. Uh, this was a game up until later in the later in the third quarter. Um, after that, after that debomb by Matt by Matt Stafford. Um, Matt Stafford is actually t- starting to look like a top ten quarterback of all time due to parts. Oh my God! Stop. If, he play, if he plays the Bears all week, all, all seventeen games. God, it's he, overreaction Sunday. He will, he will like a top ten QB of all time. But uh, yeah, that's that's about it for me. Like I said, I'm not that mad. Long way to go in the season. I don't think we're gonna be this terrible team like people are saying we are. But uh, it's definitely not gonna be um, you know, uh, top team in the NFL. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, week two is going to be a, a tough one to bounce back. We saw a lot out of the Bengals today with their really good defensive front. Joe yeah, Burrow looked good. Uh, it's going to be a tough task in week two, and there's going to be a lot to talk about. I don't even know where to start with this one, but I guess I'll start on the offense. Uh, Andy Dalton, uh, you know, I think he was solid the last three quarters, or I guess the middle two quarters because the fourth quarter didn't really matter much because the game was over. I liked – when the Bears were able to go to Justin Fields and use his special package. As Parr said, I think his presence was felt on the field, and we saw that he's ready for the NFL speed. As much as I love Andy, or as much as I love Justin Fields, and you could say I'm being biased, but I still think he should start. Um, you know, I said it all offseason. I don't think it's a developmental thing. Uh, and on the other hand, as fine as Dalton was, I guess we can call it. I'll gladly take my chances with Fields, and I'll take the development that he'll earn by playing. Um, In the long run, we know that it's eventually going to be Justin's team, and I'm not saying that Dalton is a waste of time, but Dalton kind of is a waste of time. Uh, The Bears have the third toughest strength of schedule in the league. There's jobs on the line with Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. Dalton was fine. I'll gladly give him that. I feel like I'm a realist at the end of the day, but the Bears offense still, in my mind, lack that explosiveness that I think someone like Fields can bring and that we saw him bring in a couple instances in this game. Uh, So that's my take on that. I'm sure we're going to make a video about the quarterback position later this week, whether or not the Bears decide to go with Fields or Dalton in week two. So we'll have a lot more on that coming soon. The rushing game was really good. Uh, You know, the Bears totaled as a team 134 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, one obviously by Dave Montgomery at the end of the first half. And then in the third quarter, they got into the Justin Fields package and he had a three yard rushing touchdown. That was really nice to see. Um, He scored more touchdowns than Andy Dalton and Aaron Rodgers combined today. The backup quarterback, Justin Fields, let me say that, but 134 rushing yards, 5.2 yards per carry for the bears. One thing that I talked about and harped on all week is that they had to get the run game going if they wanted a chance in this one. And being able to do it against a defense as good as the Rams is really solid. David Montgomery is someone who will never go down. He always bounces off first contact. We saw him bouncing off Aaron Donald's first contact on that touchdown run. So I think David Montgomery, as Bears fans already knew, and it was reassured tonight, he's one of the most underrated running backs in the league, and he's in for he's in store for another big year here. His speed only continues to get better, and he looks a lot more decisive with the ball now making quicker cuts, uh, not being as patient, which can be a good thing and a bad thing, but he's really decisive now in making his moves early. So I like to see that a lot. Um, And he had, I believe, 6.8 yards per carry. 16 rushes for him is a little bit low. I think me and Parth have really harped on him getting 20-plus carries a game, but 108 rushing yards for him. He was one of the best 
running backs in the league today. So good on him. The receiving game, uh, I, I don't think it was non-existent by any means, but there was no real superstars there. Marquise Godwin was the Bears' leading receiver, four receptions, 45 yards, 11.3 yards per catch. Uh, we really saw him use his speed in this game, which was really solid to see. Cole Komet, another player similar to David Montgomery, who just doesn't go down. It's nice to see him boxing out defenders to make big catches, continuing to run through tacklers. I think he's developing into a little bit better of a player. He averaged 8.4 yards per catch. Allen Robinson was the receiving leader in terms of receptions. Obviously, he's all reliable. He never really puts up great numbers against the Rams, but he had six catches for 35 yards, 5.8 yards per catch. So overall, uh, I was a little bit pleased with the Bears offense. I think the play calling was better. The Bears had a really good stretch of getting on the Rams side of the field for a couple consecutive drives. Obviously, uh, when you take a look at the score, it, that doesn't really translate. But overall, uh, I guess I was impressed with the Bears offense, but I still want Justin Fields to play, uh, if I'm being completely honest. And I'll, I'll say it. I mean, Dalton was fine. Um, and a lot of people are saying, what are you doing uh, saying that? But, um, you know, I think the explosiveness needs to be there. Let's move to the defense now. Roquan Smith had a pretty good game, uh, 11 tackles for him. Don't get me started on Eddie Jackson, man. I don't know if he collected a bag and decided just not to show up anymore. His open fields tackling's horrible. We saw his effort decrease tonight. I mean, on that Van Jefferson touchdown, uh, the Rams were going to score on that drive regardless. They had a ton of momentum after that long passing play, but all he had to do was touch Jefferson and just stood there and did nothing. Uh, I was actually fairly disappointed with him tonight. Jalen Johnson was pretty good, almost had a pick six, one pass defended, five tackles for him. Alec Ogletree, even though he did get a ta uh, taunting penalty uh, in this game, is still proving to be a good late-in-the-game addition by Ryan Pace. He had five tackles in this one. Uh, the Bears overall as a team, once again, only one sack, and that came on a half sack by Akeem Hicks and Robert Quinn. Hicks was getting pretty good pressure all night. Robert Quinn looked pretty similar to last year, but we'll see if he can pick it up in the coming weeks. Uh, the defense overall, I mean, obviously the glaring issue is the secondary. I think the one thing I would have to say about that is I do like how the Bears' run defense played. Uh, I think the Rams picked up a lot of their rushing yards in garbage time when they were trying to run out the clock, and it didn't matter much. I really like what the Bears did in the first half, stopping the run, plugging Darrell Henderson, who's still a very good running back. And I also think they were all right in the passing game department. The Rams' offensive line is pretty solid. Um, but the pass rush was getting there sometimes. I think we were getting in Stafford's face a lot. Um, but obviously... If the secondary can't hold up, it makes what the rush defense game and the pass rushing game, uh, it makes what those two do absolutely non-existent and not important whatsoever. Uh, the secondary is clearly a liability. I already talked about Eddie Jackson earlier. Kendall Vildor, I thought, was fine this game. Uh, I don't really have much to say about him. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup both had pretty good games. Marky Christian is terrible. Um, I'm not too sure why Duke Shelley didn't play. I'm pretty sure it was an injury. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but this Bears secondary is clearly going to be an issue. It looks like Jalen Johnson is progressing into a pretty solid player, so that is one thing I'm actually happy about. Um, but the secondary is clearly going to be a liability. We saw Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and the crew put up a really big game today against the Vikings, and that's going to be a problem that we're going to have to talk about next week because the Bengals' offense uh, is an air raid offense in my books. Uh, obviously, 
Joe Mixon had a pretty good game today for them. But with how the Bears run defense played today, I'm actually pretty confident in that unit that was missing Eddie Goldman. Um, but Cooper Cup, 108 yards and a touchdown. Van Jefferson, 80 yards and a touchdown. Tyler Higby, 68 yards. Robert Woods, 27 yards and a touchdown. Clearly, the secondary is a liability. Um, obviously, the unit defensively has regressed. But if they can somehow figure out that secondary, I've been talking to some guys all night. If they can find one player that'll step up in that secondary, I think this defense can be totally fine. But overall, uh, offense, I think we need Justin Fields. We have to keep feeding David Montgomery. Um, and the play calling was okay, I guess. Nagy's got to get rid of those cute plays. And defensively, man, you have to figure out that secondary for sure. So let's stop being negative for a second. Let's be a little more positive here. Let's talk about our offensive and defensive players of the game. Guys, uh, if you wouldn't mind turning on your mics, I know you guys kind of forget to do that from time to time. Both of you are muted. Uh, is there any discrepancy here? I think David Montgomery is the offensive player of the game. Absolutely. Justin Fields. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was good to see Justin Fields, but... David Not Montgomery, he was, like, he, was, he was like so good handing the ball off to everybody. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. he did dive into the <laughs> end zone. I mean. No, nah, David favorite. Montgomery, though, a great game all around. Uh, no. Breaking first contacts, being really decisive with where he's going, making quick, cut, quick cuts, using his speed. Uh, a really solid game all around for him. Uh, I think we're all really happy for him. I think he's going to have over 1,000 rushing yards once again this season. I, w I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit more of him as a receiving back, and I was almost getting a little bit agitated when uh, the Bears were Damian giving Williams, David I, I, yeah, I was, when the Bears were giving Damian Williams snaps. Uh, I'd almost rather those snaps go to Khalil Herbert, who had a nice kick return to start this game off. By the way, he's a solid kick returner. Um, but start David Montgomery dominated this game. Chris Collinsworth in the third quarter. Uh, gave the MVP of the game when the Rams were up huge to David Montgomery. So respect to that. Respect to David Montgomery. He's clearly put in the work. He's a workhorse. Let's move on to the defensive side of the ball where there might be a little bit more of a discrepancy. Uh, I'm going to start off and say I I'm going to give my defensive player of the game. I think for me it's between Akeem Hicks and Jalen Johnson. I'm going to give it to Jalen Johnson. Um, he was clearly the best cornerback on the field tonight. Whenever the beer, whenever the Bears – I almost said beers again. I think I said that in the pregame show too. Whenever the Bears were giving up big passing plays, none of it was Jalen Johnson's fault. He also had a pass defended that he almost intercepted. It was a really nice play when he was blitzing off the edge. Uh, we didn't hear a thing about Jalen Johnson tonight, and I think that's a good thing. I don't know if he was essentially a lockdown corner, but just the fact that we didn't hear anything about him, I think, is a good thing in this aspect, especially with how bad the Bears' secondary played. So I'm going to go with Jalen Johnson for my defensive player of the game. Parth, I'm going to toss it over to you. Uh, did anyone at all surprise you defensively today? Or stand out to you, I guess. You're muted once again. Uh, that was my right. Wi-Fi. Yeah, your Wi-Fi is I'm going to go with Roquan Smith. Uh, uh, I thought... Dude, I don't. All right, Parth's Wi-Fi is bugging out. Jalen, I'm, I'm going to toss it to you. But... Parth, uh, uh, Parth, your Wi-Fi is bugging out. I can barely hear yeah. you. So I'm going to remove you for a sec if you wouldn't mind rejoining. But, Jalen, you heard Parth say Roquan Smith. He totaled up 11 tackles today and looked pretty solid throughout the game. Jalen Johnson also was a bright spot on the Bears' defense. Uh, Akeem, Sick, Akeem Hicks seems like possibly the only other uh, reasonable choice here, but who do you think was the defensive player of the game for the Bears? Bro, for like the first time in forever, I don't feel like it was a defensive MVP on this team. Obviously, some guys <laughs> yeah. that played yeah. well. 
<laughs> like, bro. I tweeted out mid-game, is the offense kind of carrying the defense here? I mean, obviously, we put the defense in a terrible position uh, in the first quarter for sure. And uh, But the secondary was so bad that I don't even know if you can praise anyone on that defense. But I guess how we could say Roquan, if I had to give out one, Roquan was, but Roquan's been doing this like um, 11 tackles. He's flying all over the field. But like, I'm for real. Like, for, in a, we haven't been able to say this for a long time. I don't really think there was a defensive MVP on this team today. Hopefully that changes because, you know, it's the first game. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to overreact because uh, that's usually what, what people do after one game of football. Like um, Park. <laughs> definitely like Park. But, um, uh, uh, like I said, I, I guess I could go with Roquan, but definitely needs to see some changes in the next 16 weeks if, if I want to be confident in this team. Yeah, and that's a good point you bring up with, obviously, uh, they're not really being a standout player on defense. We're so used to the Bears normally having a couple good players on defense and yeah, not really sure. much to look forward to offensively. So that's an interesting point, and we'll see if the Bears obviously can find someone on the defense, especially in that secondary, to step up. Uh, Khalil Mack obviously was pretty much contained this entire game. So before we end this one, it's already been a long episode. We've been airing out a lot of feelings. Uh, we've got to hop into our Week 2 coverage tomorrow, which is pretty wild. Let's talk about what needs to be improved for Week 2. Uh, I'll start off, and I'll be pretty short and blunt. Um, I think you have to consider giving Justin Fields a chance. Uh, I said it already. I'll say it again. I think Andy Dalton was fine, but the Bears need that explosiveness. Uh, we saw when Justin Fields scored the touchdown how happy all the players on the Bears' sideline were. Um, and overall, you know, I'm perfectly fine with Dalton. I don't think he was bad at all. The Bears have to win games. There's jobs that need to be saved. I don't think there's any better way to put it than that. Fields gives you the best chance to win. And that's what you have to do heading into week two. I think the Bears need that spark on offense already, even though we saw probably a better game played offensively tonight. But I think Justin Fields brings you that spark. Uh, and I think if you're Matt Nagy, you at least have to consider it. Mm -hmm. uh, Dalton was not great in that first quarter, and maybe he has to show you a little bit more bad play to be able to obviously put Fields in. But I think Fields is ready. It's not a training wheel situation. I can keep going round and round. Uh, saying this, uh, man. Uh, but yeah, put in Justin Fields and feed Montgomery more. Twenty plus carries. I think that's the minimum he needs to get each game. And I think Parth will agree with me on that one. Defensively, um, man. The only thing I was probably impressed about defensively tonight was the ability to stop the run. Uh, the Bears have another tough task coming up with Joe Mixon in this upcoming week, who's a running back who's emerged and continued to get better throughout his time in the league. But I'm not worried about the run defense. Eddie Goldman will hopefully be back next week, and I think the Bears with Akeem Hicks, Bilal Nichols, Khalil Mack, Robert Quinn forced some pretty good pressure up front, and we're able to take guys down tonight. Uh, I think all the question marks on defense point to the secondary, and I don't know how the heck you figure that out. I really do not know how you figure that out. But we're going to have Jalen Johnson on Tyler Boyd. We're going to have T. Higgins in town. We're going to have Jamar Chase in town. We're going to have Joe Burrow, who looks better, in town next week. And someone's going to have to step up in that secondary. I don't know if the Bears make a signing maybe uh, and bring someone in and try and incorporate them. I think bringing back Duke Shelley, having him back will help a little bit. I actually have been pretty fine with what I've seen out of Shelley since uh, he came to Chicago. I think he's a gritty player who brings some good energy to this defense. But I don't know if it's essentially something to improve on, but 
someone has to step up in that secondary or the Bears pass rush. The Bears everything becomes basically non-existent. So uh, someone needs to step up in that secondary. That's all I've got to say about the defense. The linebackers were fine. Um, and yeah, that's all I've got. So Jalen, uh, you could probably ramble on with me for hours. We could probably make this podcast over an hour if we wanted to, but anything to add here with what needs to be improved on both sides of the ball before week two, when the bears have a pretty crucial game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, the defense, uh, (laughs) the defense tackling on defense, Eddie Jackson, Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson's tackling for real, like, and, and and it sucks because they had a um on like uh they the Bears released a uh, nineteen twenty drive episode. Ned Jackson was mic'd yeah, up. Tackling like, isn't important. He like tackling isn't important. Someone and, needs and, to put that on freezing cold takes. And then you come out and not tackle like Eddie. That 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 that's terrible for the Bears to release that three days later. Eddie's well, clearly that it, that that was his. I mean, I hate to say it, but clearly that's his mindset. It's just that he needs to be that big playmaker. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's focused on the fundamentals more. Something else is going to set you apart, and it's not tackling. So, tackling, tackling is not setting you apart from this team. So, because nobody tackles on this team actually. So, uh, I, I guess tackling isn't important when it comes to the Bears, like just in general. Uh, but yeah, that mainly mainly tackling on defense. Um, offensively, must I ask you? I mean, obviously, I think before Parth left and his Wi-Fi bugged out, I think all three of us gave decent praise to Andy Dalton for being fine. But do yeah, you like think, we should, do you think, we, think we should see Justin Fields next week? Of course. Um, that's not a knock on Andy because, once again, Andy Andy didn't play terrible that he needs to be benched. Um, but at this point, we have to see Fields. You know, Fields scored – it was the only quarterback to score a touchdown in this game for the Bears – uh, at least, and he was a backup. He only touched the ball like four, five times, and three of them were, were handoffs to Darnell Mooney or uh, or to, to David and stuff like that. So, I definitely, I think Nagy should definitely consider it. Like, how can you not at this point? Like, he put up 14 points, um, and you were you were able to move the ball. That's I guess that's good. But you went for the, you went for uh, multiple. You had multiple times where you went for uh, fourth downs, and you didn't convert a single one. Andy, Andy uh, fumbled on one, threw a pick in the red zone. Like, stuff like that can't happen. Um, with, with Fields in the game, even if the reads aren't there, he's going to be able to use his legs. And, obviously, Nagy used that to his ability today um, in, in the red zone, which I think should, if he's not the starter, we should definitely be seeing that at, uh, multiple times in the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I said, uh, hopefully we see Fields next week. I doubt it because – when when they look at the game field, they're gonna be like Andy did a lot of good things, and they're gonna keep him. They're gonna keep him as a starter, especially because he. That I would be the, that would be such a naggy thing to come out and say tomorrow morning. Yeah, uh, especially because he plays the Bengals next week, and that's I guess he gets his revenge game against his former team. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of things. But like I said, I won't overreact. Still have a long way to go into this season, um, but definitely need to see some improvements for this team. Um, but hopefully, we bounce back next week against a, a Bengals a Bengals team. Yeah, uh, definitely should be interesting. And I think one last thing I have to add about Fields. I mean, obviously, it was a really small sample size for him tonight. Two passes completed for 10 yards. uh, Actually had a passer rating of 87, which was higher than Andy Dalton's. um, I believe somewhere 75 to 80, (laughs) which is a little bit ironic. And then obviously the one rushing touchdown. But in the small sample size that we saw out of Fields, he came in, did what he needed to do. 
uh, and that might be enough for me. I think if you're Matt Nagy, you just need to sit down with obviously the rest of your offensive coaching staff and think long and hard about it. So, guys, let us know down in the comments whether or not, uh, obviously if you're listening on YouTube, let us know down in the comments whether or not you guys think Justin Fields should start in week two after a 34 to 31 loss against the Rams. We are trying to pump out the most content on the web during this 2021-2022 Bears season. We're grinding late doing this stuff, trying to get as much content out for you guys as we can. Obviously, we jump into our Bengals week two coverage tomorrow. So we would appreciate if you guys continue to come back and support us. Your guys' support keeps us going. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our week one postgame show. It feels wild to say that, but if you haven't already, drop a like, subscribe, comment, do all that good stuff, and we're going to keep coming back to you guys with coverage each and every day. If you'd like more content from us outside of the podcast, the link at the top of the description will bring you to our website, beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs to keep you guys updated on the entire Bear season. We're going to be releasing columns tomorrow, talking about the game, what needs to be improved, what the Bears can do. Basically, this but in writing. There's a ton of people that work really hard for us behind the scenes. So once again, beardown.com. Head over to our website. Check it out. I promise you will not regret it. We're giving away a Justin Fields jersey really soon, so that's something to look forward to. If you would like to enter that giveaway, see sneak peeks of guests we're going to have on the show, and let us know what you want to see us talk about here on the podcast. You can find us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, at Man. Talking a long time really burns me out, and I think it's late at night, and the Bears just lost, and I just want to go to bed. So sorry if this is sloppy, but finally... You can find the links to all of our social media pages down in the description. Myself, as well as Jalen and Parth, obviously, who is not here anymore. But check out our Instagram and Twitter pages. We were all really active on all platforms tonight during the game. It's a great way to interact with us, and you can hear our thoughts on all things Bears, the National Football League, and the entirety of the NFL. Jalen, uh, I got to be honest with you, man. That one wasn't as gutting as I thought it was going to be. Maybe it's because we're growing up and we're maturing and we realize uh, how the NFL goes, that this totally. doesn't hurt so much. Uh, but any last words before we sign off here? Yeah, if, if I would have watched this game when we first started, I'm not going to expose my age. But I was very young, and I would have, like, you know. You can say it. Come on. It's 2021. Bro, how old were you? 14? I was, I was 14. Like, what, was I, what was I thinking bringing you on, man? No, I'm just kidding. Yo, wow. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm growing up, bro. I'm 18. Now. It is what it is. But, uh, you know. It, it, like I said, once again, it is what it is. Um, we have a long way to go in the season. I think, yeah. I think we just kind of see the light of day nowadays. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I don't essentially think in the past we were essentially homers. I mean, I, I definitely think there were some times where we I was a homer last year. Right. Yeah, but I, I think now week. we kind of see the light of day and realize how things are going to go down. And I think it's better for us uh, as people who we think cover the team as freelancers. Um, I think it's better for us to be able to analyze things and really be real about it and talk about it. Um, obviously, there were negatives tonight. The Bears lost the game. That isn't the ideal outcome. Uh, but overall, I mean, we can take a lot from it, and there's still a lot to look forward to. Um, so, yeah. Anything else to add before we sign off? Uh, see you all next week. That's it. As the great Bill Belichick once said, we're on to Cincinnati. Guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host once again. My name is Chris Malpe, and Bears fans, as always, try and stay positive and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. 
meeting the opponents tomorrow, the Cincinnati Bengals jumping right into our week two coverage. We will see you then. Peace out, guys.